0: Captain of Uh, Akiva's, faces his job in GOG, with Keeve
1: and Ellie, and Zooey.
0: Hey fam, welcome back to New Girl, Old Guy. I am neither the new girl nor the old guy. Uh, my name is Allie Lasher, I forgot how to do the intro, I'm here with Akiva Winokur. We're here to talk about episode 21 of the great show new girl akiva mm-hmm. how are you friend
1: well how are you because you said my name <laughs> is <am> <laughs> and then like like there was a beat it was like a one two and a half mississippi and then you remembered your name
0: <laughs> it wasn't. i forgot my name if anything that's the only thing i'll ever remember for the rest of my life or things directly about me and that only concern me um i just don't normally introduce you i normally introduce the episode got in my head a little bit We really need a guest. I'm not the host of this show.
1: No, I think you... Should you write down your intro since it could be the same every week and then you just read it going forward? It is the
0: same every week, but I I feel like... I'm not going to lie to you. I don't want to say this because then the next guest is going to do it, but like, I am very surprised that people don't come on and mimic the intro, and I guess it's just not as iconic as like Brian's on the Challenger Mm -hmm. Hap-Up. But I feel like... The fact that the first time cold we ever recorded, I said, like, I'm neither the new girl nor the old guy. My name is Ali Lasher. Like, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. That's like, that's that's sleek, baby. Like my NGOG merch.
1: Mm -hmm. Have we talked about your merch on air?
0: Well, I said last week it was coming and then it came the next day. We haven't talked in a while because we're doing this like more than a week since we recorded the last one.
1: Right. Yeah, it feels um, like the
0: fact that we talked for 45 minutes before we started recording.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but I think, yeah, we haven't talked uh, new girl business in a while. It almost felt like we took a week off. I was I had to like scramble and look at what episode we were up to.
0: Yeah, um, but it's in that way. We appreciate it. It's nice to be back. Yeah, my merch uh, sweeping the nation. I think like four people would buy it. Should I do a bulk order? Should I just distribute at cost merch?
1: No, no at cost. We, we need to make some profits here, babe.
0: <laughs> the money guy. Uh Anyway, um, we have some old business to discuss that has nothing to do with New Girl, but is New Girl canon, New Girl old guy canon. Um, I watched War Dogs.
1: Oh, wow.
0: You knew I watched War Dogs. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I, I, you mentioned you were watching it. You didn't give me any... We didn't
0: discuss. We did not discuss.
1: Mm-hmm. So the, And that came up originally on this podcast, I right? I, I mentioned that I liked the movie. That I read the... I don't think I read the book. I think I read the very lengthy Esquire or some other magazine. Super long read about it.
0: Here's Um, why it came up on the podcast. Do you remember why it came up on the podcast? No, I do not. So I didn't either. Um, My friend Mike, who... Producer Kelly has dubbed my friend Mike as his title. So my friend Mike uh, came over the COVID safe. uh, Don't at me. And we watched War Dogs. War Masks. And we could not remember... Why we were watching it? Like we could not remember why this was assigned to us, and it's because you said that Anna De Armas is terrible in the movie.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, she's terrible in the movie. you're she's dating your buddy Ben Affleck, and she is. Very, that's her, in real life. Don't her, k- confuse people. Yes, her. Yes, Ben Affleck not in that film. Her character in the movie, uh, wet blanket, and it stinks.
0: Okay bad take like we could not understand for the life of us what you didn't like about her i thought she didn't have very much to do which isn't yeah. her fault but i no. thought she did a lot a ton with what she did had to do
1: no and also maybe she was like too attractive like you didn't believe that she would be with this loser
0: um d- all i do is believe that attractive women are with loser men <laughs> that's true That is like that's shit. my whole life yeah, but on the Armas, on
1: that. Ana de of the de like with with that clan, it's it's a little different
0: That's honestly such a terrible take. But another hot take is I said Missy, who will be on the podcast confirmed in season four to talk about the dating app episode. So spoiler alert Akiva, there's an episode about dating apps. And well, 2022
1: confirmed uh, the the next good year.
0: (laughs) Will we still be running drills in 2020? The amount of data we will have amassed by 2022 to discuss Mm -hmm. on air. You'll be able to sell to to Google for millions. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, she was, she also recommended it to me and I also couldn't remember why she recommended it to me. So I called her the next day and said, I watched War Dogs. She goes, isn't Jonah Hill so hot? Oh my
1: God. If she thinks that I have like 30 friends that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mike was like Ephraim. She thought Ephraim was super hot. Ephraim. (laughs) Ephraim. But I do agree. Like I actually see what she's saying.
1: Oh, my God. He's
0: got like, not in like a sexual way, but he's got like that BDE. He's got like this like ridiculous confidence. He's very funny. So, you know.
1: I mean, he's very funny. So did you like it? Loved it. It's great. It's it it's like a great, great, great movie. popcorn movie. It's so fun.
0: But and so I now t- what's you said, if I watched the movie, you would tell the story of how they were banned from Mara's house and like what your connection is to them. I, I did think- my work.
1: I think. Well, I I thought I told you this. I, Mara said that I think. Like
0: always, I came ninety. You come ten. Like Hitch rules. Give me I, the ten percent.
1: Why was he? I I think um, I think her brother came home from his house and they were um.
0: Which him? You don't know the story. <laughs>
1: uh, I'm trying to think which one. Merrick, you come here for a second. Yeah, you're coming on a podcast for a second.
0: I'm never been more excited
1: in my life. We're just we're talking about war dogs for a second here.
0: Why would that kid get banned
1: from your house? Which one, the Jonah Hill character or the or the hot the,
0: one or the other guy? Diviro,
1: Ephraim? Ephraim? <laughs> who who plays Ephraim? Jonah Hill.
0: Yeah, the hot. Ask what? the say the hot one. The hot. No, the hot. <laughs>
1: <one>. <laughs> no. Um. J- uh, Jonah Hill. What did he do? Were they, were they, he, he, your brother went to his house and they were like shooting BB Psychotic guns. Didn't you say podcasting. that at like four years old, though? They were shooting BB guns or something.
0: Was this the talk of the town? Like, was this the talk? No, of, uh, I think Boka? everyone knew
1: they were shady. Also, Do you know Shmuley Boteach? I think that he's the uncle <laughs> oh, of
0: Shmuley. Of course I know Shmuley Yeah, he's Boteach.
1: he's he's, he's Ephraim's uncle in real life.
0: No, who is Shmuley Boteach? Of course I don't know. who that Oh, is. he was
1: Michael Jackson's <laughs> rabbi. Oh,
0: OK, of course. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, this is a great intro into this episode mm-hmm. because this is a peak Jewish episode, yeah. I think.
1: Yeah, yes. The
0: I will of, say, I'll, by I'll the say, way,
1: speaking of my wife who, who left the room, um, I almost got in trouble because she walked in. I was watching this episode. A lot of times I watch with my headphones because not every episode is appropriate for kids, but they weren't really around. And she was really laughing. I think I have to. we're going to watch this going forward. She was into it.
0: Can we get Mara on the podcast? Yeah,
1: I, I don't think. Mara, do you think we could get you on an episode at some point? Probably not, she says.
0: But that's not no.
1: It's not a no. Don't it's leave not a the no. door
0: open to crack Mara. I'll get in there. She said like probably water. not.
1: There's a chance.
0: I'll be like Alex Mack and melt into a. Pud- Do you know an Alex Mack reference? Of I course. Yes. I'm,
1: I'm not. Us. I'm not too old to get the Secret Life of Alex Mack. She melted into a puddle.
0: I might be too young. I, I watched. A, I watched up a lot to my brother's year. Let's move on. Okay. okay. I'm very excited about the one percent chance of getting Mara on. So please mm-hmm. start watching with her. I got. Yeah, Missy. She, we got Are some you real laughs.
1: We got some real laughs out of her this episode.
0: I laughed once out loud this episode, which is pretty amazing for someone who's seen every episode like a hundred times to be alone watching quickly before a podcast and still get a full blown solo laugh out loud. That's pretty good.
1: That is good. I think this is one of the best episodes yet.
0: I think it's my favorite of season one so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll I think say. it was
1: really good. Even though I will, I have some flaws. Should I explain to the listeners who do not watch with us what is in the episode? What
0: happens? All right. uh, yeah, Akiv, Akiv. Okay, I could say Akiva. Akiva, mm-hmm. please give us your digest for episode twenty one, New Girl Season One, Kids, which premiered on April seventeenth, two thousand
1: twelve. Okay. Uh bullet points are Cece thinks she's pregnant with Schmidt's baby. Jess is going to babysit her student, Mr. Fancy Pants Russell's kid. Uh Nick in a in the C story is dating um an eighteen year old, it turns out. And uh, in the D minus story, Winston uh, is having some issues with the uh, his boss, the sports radio shock jock we met last week. I mean, that's it. Those are the four things that happen. And I'd say the the A story is Cece's pregnancy. Am I missing something?
0: Um. Yeah,
1: and the, and then the, the storylines inter interconnect where the girl Cece, babysits her uh, Jess babysits her student becomes madly in love with Nick.
0: I think that was a great summary. A quick bear sighting from Emily. The bear photo is still on the fridge. Lame, I know, but you can see it more clearly when Nick and Schmidt are talking about Nick's 18-year-old date at the counter. And then there was a BuzzFeed article that talked about this. So I think that's canon. And can you tell I don't know what canon means? I, I just no, use it. No, I think it. you do I know. I think you use it properly now. It's like, it's it's real. It's part of the culture. Like, part, I really not, have yeah, it's known. part
1: Yeah, it's part of the lore of the show. It is it's like in the, you know, do if there was... Lore? yeah this show has lore it's got lore for days
0: (laughs) it's got lore coming out of the yin yin, yang what is it what does he say
1: yeah coming out the yin yang i think there's um is
0: it yin yang what does he say
1: yin yang
0: oh it says yin yang i think so (laughs) wait (laughs) what does he say it's not lore
1: oh um he doesn't say charisma what are you on seinfeld what do they say yeah I got, he uses an adjective. What's the adjective? Let's <laughs> see who can find it first. This is called, who can Google something first?
0: <laughs> well, my C key's been broken for a long time, so I haven't. Your C today. key is broken? Yeah.
1: But the word yin-yang, Seinfeld yin-yang, you never have to type yeah, the word but what about C?
0: coming? What about coming at the end? But if, I think but...
1: if you say Seinfeld yin-yang, you're set. I don't think you need to write that word it's caché, caché, cachet of the, the yin
0: yang and i didn't even need to have coming oh, yeah. alex chester, chester is
1: so thing. mad at you right now He's he knows he has no is. he has no faith that i would get a seinfeld reference but he is widely j- him and yeah, but i'm the
0: one who made it why did i think it was yim yam <laughs> what, is, what is yim yam <laughs> Jeez. yim yam is nothing okay well you know let's move on <laughs> All right, I have a proposition for how to talk about it. Let's talk about it just in the order of my notes, which is the pregnancy scare, the Winston story, and then I'm sorry, I think you really misattributed the, the A story. The A story is clearly the daughter coming over, where then everything comes to a head. Maybe not. It's all No, about I kids. think it's
1: like two A stories the CC pregnant and the daughter thing. Those are both like top won't line fight stories. I don't
0: John You're right. You're the TV expert. But let's. Talk no, how about, about that? The I don't. Why am I the
1: TV expert? But also. The episode oh, I, like that. Ends, I feel
0: like you come in with like some actual knowledge, and the, I'm just here to be like, "Bah."
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the no, but like the big reveal at the end, like that is not about Russell. Russell's daughter. You know, that's about the CC Schmidt relationship.
0: I got locked up because I always think about. Um, what I learned on Pawnee Public Radio that the A story looked to the episode title, but I forgot that they both have to do with kids. Yes, and we'll talk about this as we get into the episode. So let's talk about.
1: You could say all four skating. of them, like because he's de- Nick is dating a baby, and the the sports talk radio show host is a baby. So well, all four when of, I of them. said are we'll
0: talk about it later. It was because okay. we have a question about it. But okay. I can't be flexible, okay? Mm-hmm. What do you mean, captain of the
1: gymnastics team, Queenie? <laughs> it's
0: personal. I, I heard you call me Queenie, but I didn't acknowledge it. Um All right, so Schmidt is so athletic that birth control becomes one of those plastic barbecue covers in a hurricane. Schmidt's okay. worried she's pregnant. I mean, Schmidt's worried. Cece's worried she's pregnant. But what's confusing about that is that they say birth control and not condoms, which it's strange because they've already had a whole episode about condoms. Do yes. they have a limit on how many times they can say condoms? And if so, I've exceeded it in this last sentence.
1: Yeah, I, and, and it's possible they're using both based on what we learned in this episode. So it might have been it might have been like a scare. What all for more do we learn? Well, because the, he he says like protection and and I, I think they say both.
0: No, they never mention her level of protection. They always talk about. They call it birth control, but they refer to a plastic oh, okay. barbecue cover. Got it, got it. But got then it. there's some condom inconsistency because she later says, "Don't believe him. Always use protection because he'll tell you that it's like the Kama Sutra, but you know better." So then it made me suggest that she did not use protection. But and so we talked more about this than I wanted to.
1: Yeah. Okay. Fair.
0: Um, baby Schmidt was a pretty funny little segue i don't really get the wig benji holder said just thoughts on baby schmidt's wig does schmidt have such incredible hair that i
1: think that, they were just going for like a sight gag i get in schmidt's mind he definitely has incredible hair
0: the best gag was that he'd want to nurse 20 times a day 20, 24 a hours a day, baby yeah. jar <laughs> yeah that is funny the magnum size diaper you know i laughed at that too
1: yeah that's a good joke
0: A good joke um so later schmidt just perceives this as Cece's being weird to him and that must mean that she wants more I sort of also found this a little hard to follow that is she finally like turning into a girl I can't have this like does she want more than sex I'm not interested in that but then that panic which I would think he'd be excited about that like I would think he'd be excited but he was panicking but then he asked her out on a real date when he said he didn't want that like I'm I'm not making it easier to digest by saying it over and over again now, but I was confused.
1: Well, also, their attitudes in general are strange because they're both really like neither of them are like, oh, that's it. We're, you know, like my life is over. They were both excited about her being pregnant.
0: Is that true? I don't. Cece was not excited about being pregnant.
1: She's not. I mean, you're right. She's not at the beginning, but <laughs> she's also and obviously she's relieved at the end. But she's not like, I'm getting rid of this. You know what I mean? She's not like. Well,
0: no, I think part of that is like, it's still a television show. Right. Like, oh, CeCe's going to come in and like the whole, I mean, I think a show now could do an abortion episode. Mm-hmm.
1: But like, this it's is just not a feel, the 80s. This is like 2013.
0: I think they could. What I more mean to say is, I, this is why you're the TV person and I'm just here to go blah. Like, I'm I the don't,
1: abortion expert here.
0: I just, she was <laughs> very, very good with abortion. I don't know about your kind of Jews, but yeah, kind of that's Jews.
1: allowed. I think
0: save the life of the mother is the is as I understand the rule. Mm-hmm, yeah. So shout out to the Jews. Okay, I just don't know that that's like the most interesting television episode. If Cece's like, okay, well, I'm going to deal with this. Yeah, fine. no, I don't like, think they would ever make that decision. About it.
1: But I so maybe I'm misreading. Like I, I guess she was like not devastated. But uh, and obviously relieved when she realized at the end she's not pregnant. But like um, sort of I don't know. I I mean, I guess she wasn't into it at all because she won't even go on a date with him. But she's she's more concerned about it than like annoyed at Schmidt.
0: I think what we're maybe like dancing around and tell me if you disagree is she seems much more concerned that the baby is Schmidt's than that she's pregnant.
1: Ah, okay. right. Yeah, that's Like, fair the then. issue
0: seems to be like, oh my God, like, what would Baby Schmidt be like? Like, oh God, I'm going to be stuck with him. Then, like, I'm pregnant and I'm... But she does have the, like, I'm going to be a terrible mother anxiety. So maybe they did it amazing and you and I just are... I didn't actually have a problem with that part of
1: it. No, I don't have a problem. But yeah, I, I, she again, she is like... What, yeah, she's concerned about what, what a good mother she'd be. Like, she's not like, oh my God, my life is over. I can't be a model anymore. Anything like that.
0: And they do sort of broach the like will she keep it or not when schmidt has a moment we'll get to about like whatever you decide to do so i think they do sort of cover cover the options
1: yeah no in a, I, I in a sitcom way yeah it's sitcom but it's not like uh it's not ham-handed in like one direction or the other
0: um all right so schmidt's brilliant date idea italy on ice with an appearance a non-guaranteed appearance by drea de mateo um have you ever taken someone on like a truly strange date you don't strike me as like an activity guy like this
1: not an activity guy that's correct what about you
0: so so just the answer is a flat no flat no flat no okay great um i'm an activities person for sure yeah
1: but your activity is drinking
0: <laughs> oh my god I'm joking. you can drink almost anywhere mm, that's true um my activity is drinking I'm trying to think if anyone's taken me on like a truly strange date location, but I'm like, I'm like excited to do things. So I don't think I would like, I would be excited to go to Italy on ice.
1: Yeah. No, I think you'd be up for something weird like that.
0: My parents had a very strange first date.
1: Oh yeah. I think you've said it before. Where was it?
0: Okay. Do you want to guess?
1: No, it would have come to me already. Where is it? I'm going to say, oh my gosh.
0: They went to the Met for ballet.
1: Oh, yeah. And your dad was bored or something. No, my
0: dad. No, like my dad was a was like a true renaissance man, like a thespian. He very much enjoyed it. The the real story of their first date is that like they were just friends and my dad was super interested in her and she kept like turning Mm. him down. And then they were like, okay, well, my mom said I begrudgingly have to accept one of these date proposals or he'll stop being friends with me. And then, like, the rest is history. Mm-hmm. But it, my dad wasn't bored. It's just strange for, like, a 22-year-old man to suggest the ballet as a, as a date.
1: Yeah, that's maybe your mom thought it wasn't a date. Oh,
0: she knew it was a date because okay. here I am. Um, anyway, I'll delete that. Who cares about that? Um, so Cece has a reaction, like, I don't want to go on the date, take someone else. I can't go. Um, this is just sort of like I mean I don't really But also remember she
1: is like she does not she gets mad like she does not want him to go with somebody else so it's you know she's not like oh Schmidt date whoever you want she is concerned (laughs) enough to run out there she's upset no but she's literally playing defense on the phone she runs out and is like and obviously ends up calling Nick which is also a funny scene
0: oh you mean when a woman or man says like things are fine and like they're not actually fine it's Mm -hmm. shocking yeah (laughs) that's one thing you don't have to worry about with me I let you know when it's not fine. It's
1: almost never fine.
0: It's. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, well, (laughs) you got me. Um, No, but that's what I'm saying. I don't know why I'm making this like a beat-by-beat thing. I think I'm just tired. But it really just boils down to Schmidt is not understanding, obviously, why CeCe is being weird. And CeCe's being weird, not because she doesn't like Schmidt or want to date him, but because she's freaking out about possibly being pregnant and has not told him. So mm-hmm. that's really just what their whole interaction boils down to.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: And and Schmidt is amazing. So Schmidt ends up finding out because she walks in on CeCe. He walks in on CeCe like having a freak out about it. And I think this is Schmidt's most likable. When yeah, he's he very likable. whole lot. I
1: mean, other than like uh, some casual racism, like he, you know. <laughs> like he he is very likable in this episode i agree he like turns a corner i don't think it's permanent but he's solid in this episode
0: well i think again that's why new girls like not afraid i mean this probably isn't unique but like these aren't one-dimensional characters like winston is the same person who his friend was had cancer and he told him he could lose a few pounds and then he finds out that his like hookup buddy is pregnant and like handles it in like the most amazing way possible like not only being super happy about it but also being like, if you become a mom, if you don't become a mom, I support you no matter what. You'd be great no matter what. So, like, really just I can't imagine a more ideal reaction.
1: Um. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree. He, this is solid from him.
0: I also think, and you probably can't relate to this, but, like, for the ladies out there, like, I feel like you always remember, like, the first time your friend had, like, a pregnancy scare. And you, and you, I don't know why I'm talking about this on air. Like I remember vividly like driving to a CVS with my friend. High in, school or college? I don't even really remember that. It was either summer college or very late high school. Okay. And it was like, and, and this isn't like a story about a friend, but it's really me. Like this is my friend. I would not tell you if it were me to be honest, <laughs> just because like, I don't share that much here. Mm-hmm. Not that I'd be ashamed. I just don't share. Um, it's all a ruse. So we drove to like a CVS, thirty minutes away, in the middle of the night, like a twenty four hour one. Like, what did we think was gonna happen if we like went at eight p.m. in our town? We yeah. went so far. Oh, away. someone would have seen
1: for sure. You no, know nope. I don't
0: drive, so I oh, didn't drive. Fair. But it was like in an area, like kind of like a shady neighborhood, and so like they were locked something you don't anticipate when you're like 18 or 19 is like they're locked and so we had to call for assistance and my friend was literally like in a hooded sweatshirt with like sunglasses on hiding and like maybe we shouldn't shame women for like their sexual health but regardless mm-hmm. um so I was like no worries I rang the call bell was like I need help in this aisle and like got it we bought it she took it in the car and then threw it in the sewer after we got the results (laughs) it was just one of the dumbest experiences ever but was she
1: partying after
0: i she was very relieved i found this that scene to be like pretty true to life that i would say i I don't want to say like most women but i think a lot of people can relate to that like your friend is in crisis but maybe it's not a crisis and it's like this in between You don't really know what the right thing to say is. So I thought Jess handled it pretty well. That was like a nice female friendship moment from my perspective.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think my story
0: might have been better for TV.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Yours was good. They should have gone out and taken a test. But it is funny seeing because you see a different side of Cece here also. She's celebrating. She's she gets all crazy right beforehand. Um, Like she, she really runs the gamut of emotions. It's definitely the you know, for Hannah Simone, for the actress. It's definitely her best episode.
0: Yeah, well, it is a emotional thing. Mm. Um, all right, let's talk about Winston. Kelly says, what was the purpose of Winston's storyline? It didn't really complement the other three, quote, kids' storylines he, because he called it babysitting his boss or did it? So I kind of agree. I think Winston, I, I really, this is my least favorite part of the episode, the part with the Should have been
1: cut. Yeah, I mean, you, you have to figure out a way to get Winston in the Um. In the house, I, I think the whole episode should have been basically in the house. There's no, there's nothing happening. Like, let, if if this is so important, put it in the next episode. I don't even know what the boss, what what Mr. Napoli, the shock 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 guy, was doing in the first scene. I didn't rewind because yeah. it ended up being so unimportant. What was he doing? Was he like robbing a?
0: He was just like going through someone's trash or something. I yeah. also didn't go And he was like again. having
1: a meltdown because Michael Strahan is getting a show and he's more successful than him because he won the Super Bowl. Like, what do you t- like? I don't know. The whole thing, I think they only had two or three scenes, maybe only two together. They were both terrible. Um, bad job. Bad job by the writers in an otherwise it, good episode.
0: It does leave me three questions, though. So it did, for podcasting, I think, help us out, unless these are bad questions. I mean, they really need me editing the show. I know what to take out, baby. I mm-hmm. can chop this up um which you don't even know my skills because you don't go back and listen which i don't think you should do to ngog
1: mm-hmm.
0: but i really take a mid-tier episode to being passable
1: no people say it's the best episode uh, best edited podcast on the internet it's like this are then people the daily. saying that yeah everyone's saying <laughs> <it>. <laughs>
0: all right um first of all great joke took that michael Stranihan has a show called this on the Strayhead head arrow mm-hmm. i yeah, feel like he good. should have that show
1: yeah and you could you could make that like he trained on in the episode. So you could you could have like they, they probably just workshopped any sort of athlete to a funny radio show name.
0: Well, when did he start with Regis and Kelly? I meant to look this up.
1: I don't know the year. I want to say like 2012, maybe.
0: Yeah. So this was 2012. So it's sort mm-hmm. of like 11 of yeah. the time of like an athlete who's getting talk shows. Mm-hmm. Um, ugh, I already know I'm going to have to look that up and issue a correction. from that. No, it's fine. It's and I'm anti um, Kelly.
1: Kelly's a phony.
0: Kelly, producer Kelly. No, you no, Kelly no. We love
1: Kelly producer Kelly. Kelly Ripa. She, you know, nothing with the Regis thing. It, she she, you know, ran Strahan out of town. She sucks.
0: Well, I raised that to your attention, didn't I? Then you yes, said, yeah, absolutely. Renap. You did.
1: You did. You did. But I, I'm then still mad And once again,
0: Renap got my She's happy. Work.
1: Yeah, she's happy that like, you know, all these crazy things have happened. People forgot that she's the worst.
0: I'm, I'm I hope it happens to, to her on one her.
1: day. I hope it, you know, they bring in a, a young guy and then and she gets Wally Pipped. Like, oh, yeah, uh,
0: that's a position you want to have is like, I hope an older woman gets fired for being old mm-hmm. and they bring on a hot young yeah. stud. Yeah,
1: everyone agrees with me. She's awful. <laughs> Regis was a legend and and she, she didn't even say goodbye to him.
0: I I would watch the biopic about that or that's yes. not a biopic but like I would watch the doc on that the mm. the unauthorized true Hollywood story. stories
1: they they stop doing them I assume no right? now
0: lifetime does like the unauthorized right story yeah but those of. are
1: bad those are low quality they put those together in like a month
0: look I have no I'm new Sean Kelly but okay. I when the when the when the book comes out mm-hmm I'll read, well, the only like, book worth reading would have been
1: the only book worth reading would have been Regis's, and it's not happening.
0: He's a class act. He would not have spilled the realty on that. It's true. It's true. When Kelly gets fired, she will then write the book, and I will listen to a podcast that talks about that book. <laughs> you will and not then read the book. I will have book. an
1: opinion. <laughs> not even the audiobook. A podcast that that someone has read the book on the podcast. Yeah,
0: well, they give you the highlights. Yeah, All right. that's true. Um, I love when he says, "I'm sweating spicy marinara." And mm-hmm. that, of course, leads me to say, if you were to be sweating a food, what would you be sweating? Matzo like, ball soup. Like, I more mean because you eat it so frequently. Like, is that on your... Oh, pizza. Is that because you whole... love matzo ball soup? Or I it's had... you're most
1: probably pizza right now. Um, I did get busted again for having like a whole pie tonight. So
0: I want to tell you the shockwaves that your crust story set off. I know In my little producer chat with Mike and Kelly mm-hmm. like we had phone calls about it mm-hmm. like it was are
1: people concerned are they putting me on a diet
0: I mean like they, they people range from just like so truly repulsed to also like sad for you and here's I like I eating said, they
1: should be happy for me well
0: maybe it's gonna come off me I don't intend it to come off me no, no, no. It just is what it is like It's not like you're in, like, a long-distance relationship with your wife. Like, you live with your wife. You know what Mara looks like. Mara knows what you look like. You chose each other. You choose each other every day. You love each other. What is the problem? Like, why are you pretending not to eat things? I
1: think everyone does this.
0: She sees you. Like, she... I mean, look. I once got in trouble for my mom when I was, like, a young kid. Mm -hmm. Because I said something, like, inappropriate and my mom had to like explain to me that while like yeah we're a family and like we're mom and dad i'm married to dad and like don't embarrass me in front of dad in that way like mm-hmm. it, not in, like as weird as that sounds but more like maybe what maybe what I'm not getting about you and your wife's relationship like they're you're still dating even though you're married to me you No, not I don't kid. think that's
1: true at all. I think it's I think
0: so then, why are you lying about what you eat then?
1: Because I don't. It, it's it's easier to do that than to like <laughs> list like, hey, here's, you know, here I had eighteen slices of pizza.
0: I mean, what?
1: I, I how about this? I'll say the the three people in your chat. I don't think any of them are married. Maybe the ma- I didn't hear any married people say that's crazy. Wait, well,
0: I'm I'm now giving you uh an out by saying like my mom had a similar thing once yeah where i was sort of like there's no secrets you're married like whatever and my mom was like yo relax like that's still a boy to me like she said something kind of cute like that like dad's a boy to me and Aww, i was like that's Ew. adorable i don't it wasn't exactly like that but that was sort of the messaging is like mm-hmm. chill with your weirdness because like that's my husband <laughs> like even though that's your dad and i was mm-hmm. like fair enough
1: okay that's interesting yeah i i didn't I'd, I'd be interested to hear from married people if they were like yeah 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 Oh has a what
0: a flex You should I'd be interested You know what If you're interested In hearing for the married people Find a married person Who's giving you the time To talk about <laughs> N-G-O-G To talk I, about I intro. just
1: meant like Chester basically
0: Well Chester's I love Chester and Dr. Jen More than anything But I don't know That he's going to have A universal opinion on this
1: um, Yeah I think also, people Chester will has
0: probably Never had to lie To his wife about eating anything Does Yeah he doesn't lie Chester food? doesn't lie like- well, no, he Forget just eats lying, le- his I feel like Chester leftovers.
1: doesn't eat. Yeah, he, no, he eats his family's leftovers. He he comes in and he's the bottomless pit. Just eats whatever they don't eat. That's his dinner every night. Ooh. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of gross food, uh, I like when um, when Sarah, the uh, her student, comes over and Schmidt says to them, like, what are you doing tonight? He's like, oh, we're going to cook pasta and learn about Italy. He's like, oh, you're going to give her the recipe for your overcooked mush? Yeah. <laughs>
0: everyone had really good lines like i think everybody had a good spread of really funny lines so yeah so one of the big parts here is like jess has russell's daughter coming over sarah and she says like oh it's a test like a mom if i'd be a good mom call me crazy do men do this i feel like men don't really do this
1: okay obviously let's talk about the biggest problem with this a if indeed, and by the way, there's two parents not together. It's crazy that there's a weekend where neither of them can watch her the whole weekend, but whatever. That's fine. Maybe they're both busy, successful people. There's no scenario on earth where Jess is watching this child in an apartment full of adults instead of at the child's house. No scenario, right? This babysitting is happening at her giant house, so she can be comfortable. Maybe she'll have a friend over. It is crazy. That this is happening. See, this is
0: why you bring the married people to the pod. Right? Am I I wrong, though? Not because of that. You're completely right. It is insane that
1: she's there. B, no private school in America would allow, even the most lax like Orthodox Jewish school, would allow a teacher to babysit their student in their house for the weekend. Like, (laughs) Jess is getting fired if they find this out, probably, right? even, Even if nothing happened, even if, like, even if they did, you know, even if it was like a very wholesome weekend, like there's no, you're not even allowed to like tutor your students usually.
0: Well, that's not true.
1: Well, a lot in a lot. I of, had I had yeah. a
0: teacher who tutored me for a section of the SAT. Like she also did like English tutoring, mm-hmm. but we did it at school.
1: Yeah, well, I'm talking about uh, private schools because Jess is a private school teacher, but. Um, I, I think it's usually like if there's two math teachers, like the other
0: gatekeeping school, I'm not
1: keeping gatekeeping (laughs) schools. I just think it's like,
0: aren't you mad? You taught me about gatekeeping. Yes, it's,
1: it's, (laughs) it's that if you are now a private employee, if I'm a math teacher and on the side, I, I, I tutor one of the, one of my students, ostensibly in math, I'm not going to tutor them in Spanish. So I'm a math teacher then I am incentivized for them to do well doubly so you know what I mean so it's not like I'm gonna have to give them a good grade or else I'm an insanely bad tutor who's, A, making myself look bad in both as a teacher and as a tutor, if this kid does poorly. All right, well, we're so does that make sense? off the
0: rails here. It, it makes sense, but I think that would be more common, like, in my situation where she was tuning me for the SAT, or maybe you have a tutor who's, like, your 6th grade teacher and in 7th grade, like...
1: Yeah, and and SATs would be fine because that's not a class in school, so I don't yeah, think... Yeah,
0: but I'm just saying I don't think anybody's getting tutored. Then it's just, like, staying for extra help or, like, coming after school. Like, I had a math teacher who would, like... I could not get the unit circle. Shout out to anybody who knows what the unit circle was. I was a pretty bright kid, and I had to take a unit circle quiz 50 times after school for like an hour. I just couldn't see it. Anyway, but you just, once it's your teacher, you just like stay and get help. Yeah, I guess. So I don't think that's even happening. But regardless, not at all the story here. I think you're exactly right that like it's crazy. So I think it's crazy because of their relationship, like that the stepmother who, again, as of last week's episode, she had never really heard about her. Mm -hmm. Allie from the editing room, you already knew you were going to hear from me. I know Uli's her mother and not her stepmother. Back to the show. So we were sort of like, that's weird. Like, presumably there was like a back to school night or a parent-teacher whatever or some fundraiser for the private school. And you could tell I'm just so not conversant in private schools. I'm like, you know, some soiree that the fancy people have um but now she's met her apparently because uli's just like dropping her off mm-hmm. matt stewart says is it weird to have your girlfriend who is also your daughter's teacher babysit like that to me is insane yeah I she's not like... getting
1: paid for this probably right he's not he's oh not...
0: no of course she's not getting paid but so i'm saying
1: it's even crazier it's like uli what is would happening?
0: not drop her daughter off i think the way this would have happened and maybe should have happened except i think they wanted the stuff with uli which i think is fine for a sitcom but the more realistic way this happens is, Uli's away and Russell's got Sarah and Russell's mother or father has a medical emergency or a work emergency and she's he's like I this is crazy but I have to drop Sarah off, and I have literally no other options. Mm-hmm. Right, there's like, no and, aunt, and I'm uncle. on the road and yeah. she's gonna tuck and roll out of the car while I'm on the way to the hospital or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Would you be a good um, emergency babysitter? Like one of your friends is like. We have to go out of town. It's an emergency. Take the. I mean, again, this is easy babysitting, right? This is not a baby. You're not changing diapers. Do
0: you here. think that I'm a good babysitter?
1: Yeah, I think you could take like your friend's eight year old, and you'd be fine with them.
0: Do you think I couldn't take my friend's two year old?
1: You could, but that's a that's a big ask. I. You definitely could. Like the baby would met... obviously survive. It would be good, but like I, that's that's a bigger ask than this.
0: One of my best best family friends, like a brother to me, had a kid, and I met the baby during. Quarantine, and I was told I'm a natural. I changed that diaper. I held it by the face, which is like a scary thing—not like a cat, but a kitten. But upside down, like like when you're like patting the baby's back. Apparently, you're supposed to like. Put your fingers on the cheeks and oh, I don't remember. The face you hand. forget
1: everything you did between kids, unless unless you have them like Irish twins. Like you forget about them.
0: It's sort of like I don't. I don't know why. Maybe it's my Julia ness, like my insecurity that people think that I'm not the Gentile. And I once had a huge fight because he like made a comment that he didn't think I could take care of a dog, mm-hmm. and it became like a three day ordeal. Where at the end he was like. It, it's not a commentary on me thinking, like, you'd be a bad mother. Imagine like, was, like, imagine saying that fights. to you.
1: Imagine somebody like, <laughs> you know what I want to do today? Like, ruin my life. So this is what I'm going to say. <laughs>
0: it was so bad. We were at someone's birthday party, and there was, like, a dog calendar. Mm-hmm. And I think I said something like, because I'm not a dog person. Like, it really wasn't bad that he said it, mm-hmm. but it just hit me so deep. And maybe because of my, like, Julia-ness sensibilities that I'm like in the same reason I get mad when Rob doesn't think I can bake is like I feel upset that someone would think that I couldn't deal with a baby
1: right okay fair but
0: I have to tell you and there's it's a show don't tell kind of thing I was such a great camp counselor I would be a babysitter babysitting I mean I was always a babysitter
1: what was your rate
0: uh whatever you want to pay me which is for the babysitters out there the best way to get money because parents don't want to lowball you. Oh, I so think if you here
1: s- my daughter says whatever she gets lowballed. But maybe she's oh, a little younger. The
0: biggest racket I honestly thought about before quarantine like, should I start babysitting again? Because like my job is really stressful and it'd be nice to hang out with some kids and I could pocket like ridiculous money in Manhattan to just yeah. chill with kids.
1: Yeah, Manhattan anyway, I was
0: babysitting I was thirteen and I babysat two ten year olds who I know now, yeah. and it's like we were just yeah. hanging out. They didn't
1: think yeah, they they thought it was a date. They didn't think it was babysitting.
0: <laughs> But I'm going to have to edit some of this because I sound very high in myself. But I really, really do love kids who are like five to ten. Okay. I mean, I love little babies, obviously, but I can really chop it up with like six-year-olds. They think I'm hilarious. Mm -hmm. You know, like, no, I'm honestly. This is my target demo in terms of... Well, now he's
1: seven. He might be too cool for you. I'm not sure.
0: I think... I I told you, one of my biggest points of pride in my life is that I was assigned to be a male camp counselor, like a camp counselor for third grade boys. Oh,
1: wow. That is wild. Yeah.
0: Did I never tell you this?
1: No, you've never mentioned this.
0: It was crazy. There was like a shortage at the camp. This was my last Mm -hmm. summer as a camp counselor. And it was like all guy counselors and me. And imagine trying to win over seven-year-old boys. Like they all hated me immediately upon Mm -hmm. seeing me. And it was so rewarding to like get these kids past sort of this like artificial tough guy gender barrier and it was great it was like the best summer I ever had it was so much fun and we would this is kind of bad we would like draft the kids I didn't tell you this because it was a travel camp and so we would like go on trips every I don't even remember we'd go on trips often and we'd have to break up into groups for like the amusement park and so the counselors would draft the kids and yeah. they like knew about it and then the last trip we had them draft us
1: Oh, that's funny i made a trade when i was a the the, uh, summer i met mara where we were both counselors in a uh, camp for children and some adults with special needs um i had a really difficult bunk and i'd had most of mostly overlap from the previous summer and i thought we were like two out manned as as a group it's almost a one-to-one ratio because a lot of kids uh would need you know wheelchair help or or bathroom help like uh so there was i think five of us for six kids Uh, But we had the harder kids and like sort of our buddy group had the easier kids. And I literally made a trade like the day before camp, um, which probably shouldn't have been allowed. But uh, I I pulled off a good deal.
0: Oh, our uh, unit director was the commissioner. And so he would approve all trades uh, for the draft. Like we all should have been fired, honestly. Mm -hmm. But the kids had a good time and, uh, you know. Maybe we ruined some lives. Well, you know, we made people tough, mm-hmm. but we never, it was never like your last pick. It wasn't that public. They of just knew not. we were picking. And so it was like, oh, we all picked you guys, all of you. Oh, that's good. Um, It was, it was just truly the most fun. There was a, a bus spirit cup ready for this Hebrew I'm about to drop on you. Mm-hmm. The, the Ruach Atobus oh my has gosh. my Hebrew there. That's good. <laughs> I was doing things on this bus that nobody's ever done before (laughs) like it was I did a whole we had a bus song competition and I wrote the full adapted lyrics to seasons of love to the amount of minutes that you're at camp every summer Mm -hmm. and everyone like came on and did like you know a verse or two my kids came out (laughs) and sang for like a full three minutes to like intricate lyrics of seasons of love it brought the house down wow now maybe that's just my perception and everyone was like jesus this girl needs to Mm -hmm. get a life yeah
1: Camp no longer exists um no
0: it's doing great it's thriving how much how much of this do i have to cut out no the
1: whole thing is fine (laughs) um how about okay what else do we have what else do we have going on here all right, so let's talk about Sarah and, and what happens when she comes over since we've established that it's not uh, professionally appropriate. Although, I guess if her dad is the main donor, like in most places in the world, you can get away with anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's probably untouchable in the school. I um, just,
0: all right, let's not talk about the school, but let's talk about, like, the uli thing. I just think the uli thing is so weird that we never saw her meeting the ex wife, but we just see her, like, having this interaction. Well, I
1: think it's going to end up that they get back together. That's how, obviously, she's not going to marry Russell. Like, I, that's my prediction. Why is that obvious? Like, I don't think Russell's the guy. I mean, it could be wrong. And maybe I Russell's going to be Russell. here for the rest Russell of the show. Could, maybe he's going to be here. Russell could be my guy. Okay. Uh, maybe he'll be here for seasons two and three. I don't know. But, like, if that's my prediction how this ends. Season finale, she gets back together. he gets back together with the mom. Because they leave it so open-ended here where it's like they're clearly still married. They're not, ex, they're not exes. I don't know well, what kind no.
0: of... They are divorced, but she keeps saying "husband." Yeah, and that's she weird. says he'll always be my husband. Emily says, "What did Uli mean by he, he'll be my husband forever?"
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe she's still in love with him. Um, at the end, she does say "Uli Ruli. and she says, "Jess, you're a mess." Um, a little too on the nose. The, the "Uli Ruli was good. The "Jess, you're a mess" is um, not, is uh, whatever. Um, uh, so it yeah, it was
0: said like you say something, like you almost didn't hear it over the door slam. It was under under. Her yeah, breath. you
1: barely hear it. Um... So it turns out that Sarah, the student, uh, how old is Sarah? Like eleven, eight? I don't. know. I'm not good something
0: with like that. Yeah, something like that. something. in love you with eight, Nick. 11?
1: And Nick. You
0: literally have every comp. Like, how old are your daughters again?
1: Yeah, but I don't know. I'm. I'm not, I don't know how old they are either. <laughs> do you
0: know how old your daughters are? I
1: do, but like, I don't. I'm not good at. I'm not good okay. at like guessing ages of people.
0: Me neither. Actually, I'm giving you a hard time.
1: Um. Yeah. So she hears that. She asks them a lot of questions about being an adult, about animal style and plow chops and 99s Oh well, uh, wait
0: to me you have skipped one of my favorite scenes in the entire series, series which is what which is when she meets nick and she's like oh my god you're so stupid your eyes are so brown they look like poop yeah, And nick funny. says be honest with me do my eyes look like poop i've got a poopy issue <laughs> poop. old blue eyes yeah I just, that, that was that funny so hilarious
1: that was funny. She also asked Jess, uh, she goes into Jess's room, into her clean laundry and says, why do you have so many bras? You're a teacher, which is a very funny line. <laughs> and That's true. an
0: after school bra. Yeah. <laughs> that's that.
1: uh, and Jess says, uh, teachers need bras too, you know, for like a racing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> i i really i really love jess here i do think it's strange that she says you can ask me anything like you know jess crosses a boundary but it's sort of believable with what we've learned about jess yeah. oh yeah she episodes. would for sure
1: she probably crosses boundaries every day in school i'm sure she cries in the classroom i'm sure she's inappropriate no doubt
0: matt stewart wants to know who's the first adult you each had crushes on
1: oh that's a hard question i don't see i don't know adults i don't remember adults i remember like winnie <laughs> you cooper i don't know adults no, I'm saying like when I was a kid, I remember Winnie Cooper. I remember.
0: She wasn't an adult, though.
1: No, I know. But I, I'm just thinking like oh, yeah. that. So that was your from...
0: first crush. That was your selection. crush. And Stephanie
1: from Full House.
0: Not Jewish. Neither Jewish.
1: Maybe maybe like Laura from Family Matters was like a little later. Stephanie from Full
0: House? She's so babyish.
1: I mean, she's older than me, I think. Is she? I believe she was. Jody
0: Sweeten's older than you?
1: What do you think, I'm 100? Yeah, Jody Sweeten's older than me.
0: <laughs> I do think you're 100. She's like
1: hold on let's let's make sure let's make sure i'm here she's I'm not, like uh, canceling born myself. i mean you're
0: gonna cancel she's yeah 30. she's older okay, Yeah, she's, she's older than me. barely older than me. almost
1: you. two years older than me she is uh january 82 i'm september 83 um yeah so she is older than me uh yeah so those are the those who i remember from tv i wasn't a topanga guy because i wasn't a boy meets world watcher who else was there i'm trying to think who none of
0: these people are adults i know these but the answer peers.
1: is none i didn't I, like never and i wasn't super interested in girls when i was a kid at all
0: I mean, it's so interesting because I feel like usually the answer to this is sort of like a teacher.
1: I had, I had mostly male teachers in my old male school. Yeah, it's like uh, which
0: way. Um, I, so it's funny because because my mom's a teacher in my the school district I came up through. Like, I knew a lot of the teachers when I was younger, and like. I just saw teachers as like my mom and my mom's friends, so I never there were like a couple teachers that like girls would go Gaga over in like middle school, and I was so nauseated by it. Like I just never saw someone like that as, like I never had a crush on a teacher, and I think that just like really applied throughout. Like I don't recall any adult crushes, which I'm I feel well adjusted. Neither I feel do I. But again, I that.
1: had no interest in girls when I was growing up. Like I wasn't I was never like a girl crazy person at all.
0: I mean, still
1: to barely care about. Her.
0: Congrats, can't relate, <laughs> but they just were children; they weren't adults, right? When I was a child, I feel like I don't want that clip to be cut out of context. Mm.
1: Um, yeah, Nick's on a date. Can we talk about the Nick stuff for a second? Nick's on a date.
0: Sure. I really
1: like the idea. It's like, ooh, this is like, how old is this girl? The reveal is very funny, but they don't work backwards to it well. Like, we don't. We there's probably like one scene missing where she is talking about, like, powering, you know, like something really for kids or something. Like, that there has to have been scenes cut from that. Maybe we could have lost the Winston storyline. Had Winston maybe. Maybe Winston should have been in the house being the person suggesting that maybe Chloe was a little too young.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think last week sort of informs this week in terms of those kinds of scenes that he's like really dating young. Justin Ramsey says, what age is Nick trying to date? It's been implied that plenty of the previous women were under 21 because they were excited that he could buy them alcohol. So 20 or 19 is his ideal, but 18 is an instant deal breaker. I, I don't think the intention of the he's... They're excited. He's a bartender means he could buy them alcohol. I think it's just like they're impressed that he can make a drink that tastes good. That's not like a pink penny dropper or whatever.
1: Yeah, I, I, it's definitely yeah. It, they've definitely been building up to this. I just thought they could have had like they could have really nailed it and they didn't go for it.
0: And because also the art sort of makes her seem. I think you're. Right, I think they could have still done it in the same amount of time. But the art show they go to almost makes her seem more mature than Nick. Like, granted, it's like sort of Gen Z, like youth culture, whatever. But just the fact that she can look at art and critique it and Nick can't makes her seem more mature. And I don't think that was the joke they should have gone for.
1: Um, did yeah, I I'm lose with you. You, or you
0: just stunned, silent? No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm <laughs> with you. With I
1: might have lost you for like a split second, but we're good.
0: Okay, well, it's late for you. Everyone, be nice. No,
1: I don't mean. I don't mean All like right. you lost me. I meant like I think I like froze for like a split second. Oh. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, a couple other great lines from this episode. Uh, when when she when Sarah's like getting the the feel of the house. She's like, your life is like Gossip Girl. Only everyone's old and poor. Is really funny.
0: And then Jess with like they made a show like that. It's called Golden Girls. Golden Girls. Yeah um kelly says is there anything better than nick's reaction to schmidt's phone call that was pretty funny so like as you mentioned before obviously cc is reacting weird to the date ask so schmidt counters with reacting weird and uh places a fake phone call to a woman named nicole and uh nick just goes along with it
1: yeah are you taking care of that tushy for me he says which is really funny (laughs)
0: Uh, And I just It's just very funny And then that's like When Nick Like makes his Like Nickish face It's just I think so perfect I love that Mm -hmm. Um, But alright So Sarah Is I'm like All out of sorts here Sarah's freaked out because of the crush on Nick. She's so overcome with like hormones and stuff. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I can't relate. Like we're we're not a hormonal podcast, Mm-mm. I guess. Like you, you were not girl crazy. I was definitely like sort of boy crazy, but not in this way. Mm-hmm. Like This is sort of not relatable to me.
1: I, I think they're trying to make it like a stereotypical girl. Like this is her first love and she's just like, she'll die. You know, Romeo and Juliet. She'll die if she can't have him.
0: Um, can't relate
1: um <laughs> yeah uh other other
0: uh well the great scene is when uh nick tell schmidt tells nick about the possible pregnancy and nick says i'm not ready to be a godparent no one's asking you i'm not ready to be an uncle you're not my brother I yeah. <laughs> love
1: that um also who said mazel Tov"? we say uh Oh, this
0: is we have to talk about this yeah. we have to stop rushing through this i will cut out most of it so people will only think this is like a 20 minute podcast mm-hmm. um yeah, first of all, Nick's girlfriend says Mazel Tov. Mm-hmm. Right? It's very yeah. it's very. They weird. Could,
1: I mean, is she supposed to be Jewish? Like, maybe she just doesn't know. Do you think they should have taken
0: it? The,
1: yeah, they could have done the take again. <laughs> I guess there's nobody. Because there is...
0: It was a very gayish Mazel Tov. Okay,
1: fine. I, she's probably... <laughs> she's probably.
0: you say gayish. Gayish.
1: <laughs> no, it's gayish.
0: Gay- no, you say gayish. No,
1: I don't. It's gayish.
0: Yes, you do. Go back to the tape. I listened to this podcast. Goyish. No, you say gayish.
1: No, that's not a thing. <laughs> um,
0: but I'll, I'm gonna I'm going to do the work. We're not even supposed to say that. Here. It's not like uh, I know exactly. That's what's so funny. I'm gonna cut the clip of you saying it. The people will decide. What is something that feels unkosher but isn't? Like that. That, that feels good. not
1: kosher, but but mayonnaise. feels kosher. Is
0: mayonnaise. But, is something that feels not kosher. I agree. But is.
1: Mayonnaise is for gay but we're 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 allowed to have it. That's a good one. Yeah, Chester, give me give me a list of things that feel gayish but are are
0: actually
1: <laughs> so gayish. Oh. Um yeah, and then Schmidt talking about what he's going to name. Is offensive? Am I going to get It's camera? not offensive. It's not offensive, but I think people don't really say anymore. It's not it's not a slur at all or anything. Um <laughs> the
0: uh you don't want to hear it's not a slur or anything. You want you don't even want <laughs> but that it's like to come ni- up. Over ninety
1: nine percent of the world is in one boat. Yeah, you, say you
0: don't it. even want something to be so close to a slur it's that not, someone it's has not. to tell you, can you. Say, it's not. You can a say guys. I wasn't even considering that it would be a slur.
1: <laughs> well, because I think we would say like Gentile now, but it's fine. Um so he's talking about which names. This is what got my wife to really crack up. He's talking about which names they would name the um yes. his baby. And he's like, I don't People know, Mordechai. I'm dying
0: to hear you talk about this.
1: Mordechai um avraham but he like says it in a really exaggerated way and then uh i the i'd love to know who in the room su- suggested this <laughs> but then he says menachem menendel which is not the correct name <laughs> schneerson which is the full first middle and last name of the Lubavitcher rebbe do you know who the Lubavitcher rebbe is
0: oh no i didn't even get that joke
1: yeah, that is literally that was. Explain I mean. Explain
0: for the people like me and our. Uh, I won't say the word friends. Do you, you know what you miss. know what Chabad is? I do have the pleasure of knowing what Chabad is. Okay,
1: so that's so he is the he is the seventh Lubavitch is the Hasidic sect that is Chabad. It's the same thing. Lubavitch and Chabad are the same thing.
0: <laughs>
1: they to like to explain it very basically to people. Lubavitch Hasidim are like. Hasidim who are closest to somebody like me, they the like they'll maybe wear a suit, maybe wear regular clothes, but people don't
0: have... know what you are. Like people, you're like it's close to me. People are only listening to you, you know, five hours a week on podcasts. They, they don't really know you.
1: Um, but um, they, <laughs> they basically me. they'll have long straggly beards and usually pretty wives. That's the joke. Um, and they look like uh, you know, they haven't shaved in their lives. But anyway, so he's the seventh and last uh, rabbi, probably the most important influential rabbi in America in the 20th century Menachem Mendel Um but I love that he like butchered it's such an inside joke but he also butchers the name and calls him Menendel like he adds a few extra letters in there
0: so wait um, I because I laughed at this and was excited because who is Menachem in your life like a Rob has talked about a Menachem was that like Dominic's friend Menachem or did you have a friend Menachem, Menachem
1: Mendel Menachem Zomberg is my and Mendel. Zom, is his...
0: Menachem Zomberg there's nothing Zomber. funnier to me zomber whatever yeah there's nothing funnier to me than whatever episode that comes up on and rob says manachem like 10 times manachem. and it kills me like can God, i get should i just ask 20 rob 20 this week
1: decade. to say "menachem" a few times
0: and uh, maybe i'll listen to Renap. nap
1: um yeah oh. i don't think "menachem" is gonna come up in uh in the shaquille o'neal movie we're talking about this week but i'll have him say it um, so
0: who's uh? So so who is Menachem Zomber to you?
1: Menachem Zomber is my um is one of my two like elementary school friends like
0: it's it's Akiva's childhood friend Andrew and Menachem yeah
1: the three of us we were we were okay. we were friends yes our whole childhood. All right,
0: I just love getting an Italian man to be talking. About right, but
1: people. Andrew likes list. I don't know if he listens to Angioji. I think he might, but he listens to most of my podcasts. I think he listens to this and. Um and Renap but not and not 32 friend fans.
0: Andrew is listening to this? I think I'll so. Really he definitely to listens
1: to Renap. Tighten it up. But um uh Menachem does not really. I got know news po- for you, buddy. Yeah. A lot
0: of people listen to Renap and don't listen to NGOG. I don't think so. No, I think uh... he doesn't
1: listen to Thirty Two fans. But the, the um uh Menachem doesn't really know what a podcast is. He's like a little bit more to the right.
0: Right. You talked about that. You asked him that.
1: No, I All asked right, can... I I asked yeah, Oh yeah, I did. I believe I asked him. Or or, or my old friend Mark Plout, I think I, who's who was like even further like you know more sort of religious I asked him if he I think I had my mom ask his mom if he knew what a podcast was that I don't know if I told
0: you this but I think people don't realize how religious you are doesn't I think it's gonna sound insane but I think because you are so like I think you're doing a lot for the orthodox community like because you're so um pious like mm, no like because you're so like I was, I don't know what it is. You're trying to say normal.
1: normal. You're trying to say normal.
0: Yeah, but I was going to say average. Like, you're just like, I think a lot of people haven't interacted with an extremely religious person of any religion, probably. I think
1: even in Israel, they don't, a lot of people don't know the difference between someone like me and Chester and then like a fully Hasidic Jew. And they would probably like put us all on the same category. Yeah, but there's
0: a huge difference between someone like you and someone like me. And I don't know that a lot of podcast listeners even know that. Like, I think some people are like, oh, yeah, he's Orthodox, but like, Mm He doesn't believe in it or whatever, like that kind of that kind of attitude, like because people, I think, take me and you and other podcasters and like want to. So we're in in the same boat. You
1: mean people put Akiva and Ali religiously? No, I just think I just
0: think people put people in the same boat as themselves, as the listener. Uh huh. Because you don't really talk about it that much. I think I do.
1: I mean, I talk about Shabbat. I talk about going offline for twenty five hours. Well,
0: right, but it's almost like more like the the mechanics of it as opposed to like the faith of it. Yeah. Not that I want to talk about it. That would be bad. very
1: boring. Nobody would want to talk about that.
0: But no, but I actually think it would be interesting for someone who's not me to listen to.
1: Yeah, I don't think it would be interesting. I'm not the right person to talk about it. I don't know. I would think it would be boring too.
0: Well, I'm just I'm just saying I do think it's funny that like the perception of you as like a super, I don't know. Like I feel like people, I don't know. Whatever, What's my perception? I don't
1: know what I'm perceived as.
0: You're you're perceived as like the average New York guy, but you're an Orthodox Jewish father. There's of There's millions. There's
1: like a million like uh, Orthodox guys in New podcasters. York. But not
0: podcasters.
1: Okay, that's fair.
0: That's uh, that's actually. Right, perfect. So you're saying like, you, I, think I should it's... be an
1: accountant? You you think it would make more sense if I became an accountant? That's what no, I think it's that's cool. No,
0: I think it's cool that I'm you the, are um, like an atypical podcaster. Mm-hmm. Despite okay. that, you and Chester are the same.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Chester is so offended that you said we're the same. In well, any way.
0: The, you're both, I mean, religious, orthodox Yeah, men. come from you the God, exact yes. same
1: background. I mean, I come from a normal place and he comes from Minnesota. But yes, other than that, yes.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Eva Pickett uh, about when it comes to the names. Says, what do you guys think of the names? How does Akiva think they rank compared to the names of his can you, children?
1: Can you give me, um, we talked about Avram, Mordechai, and Menachem Mandel. Can you give me, like, if you had to give your kid a very, uh, like, religious Jewish name, what would it be?
0: Oof. Um Well like
1: And you can't say like so a Kiva because you're gone and like No it's no an, no th- it's it's fine. I mean you because... would if I go like you would name probably name a kid a Kiva, right?
0: No. What? Oh my god. Um Not
1: even like the one you don't call it, but it gets called up to the Torah.
0: The Hebrew name? Yeah. If you want me to say that if I have a son, I'll give him the Hebrew name Akiva. If you're dead, I'll commit to that right now. Perfect.
1: All right. I don't know, I'm very Forget
0: my that. own father. <laughs> who cares? Well, he didn't. Well, I he didn't know. have a Hebrew.
1: I mean, I guess. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Well,
0: I told you this is very inside baseball for the Jews on this mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. But right. So my father didn't have a Hebrew name. Your father's but, not
1: Jewish. For people who don't. Who don't well, remember. Well,
0: but that's. Oh, I'm gonna have to edit that out. My mom would be very upset that you said. I'm sorry. That. I didn't know. That. Um. But he. he was given the name like um you're like ben Mm avraham if you are if you like convert or whatever if you don't have jewish parents i don't know whatever so when my dad died obviously it was like a very stressful few days getting between him dying to the funeral don't worry there's a laugh at the end of this everyone relax
1: Mm -hmm. um is it digging shiva
0: and my mom no that was great I, I did I tell that on the podcast yeah I, th- I don't think so um so <laughs> my mom was like I need like we need a Hebrew name and I'm stressed about a lot of things and so like the cantor of the rabbi was just like we'll call him like Yitzhak Ben Avram, Avraham whatever mm-hmm. great fine lock it up what my mom in her grief state failed to consider is that my brother's Hebrew name is Yitzhak yeah so now, technically, my brother's Hebrew name is Yitzhak Ben Yitzhak, <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> which, for like a normal person, is probably like not that funny, but is like very yeah not Ashkenazi real Jews in like the Jewish... one
1: like ru- name rule is that they don't name it after living people or <laughs>
0: well, technically, he only got the name in death. So, Fair, yeah, my brother not, is that's Yitzhak, ben Yitzhak. that's true. <laughs> which is very unusual. That is funny. Um, all right, now that we got so I was gonna say like Yitzhak is like sort of an important um yeah i I, I, I forgot yeah you
1: could you could go with your dad i forgot you know I, but i,
0: I cannot as you know name my kid yitzhak
1: why because your brother's name
0: no for personal reasons oh
1: okay, oh, okay. yes that's <laughs> right that's right,
0: right. so I, kiva is looking pretty good as okay. a name
1: um all right fine if if, if people suge- if you want to suggest like super uh
0: <laughs> you want to suggest hebrew names yeah let's move on yeah so Sarah's grilling Chloe here at the mm-hmm. dinner table. And she's like, I hate her. You don't know her enough well enough to hate her. Yes, I do. She rode my school bus. Uh-huh. She's 18 years old. It. That's when I laughed. When was the last time you were on a school bus? I laughed.
1: Yeah, no, that was funny. Um, it's also like the idea that they're like such, like she's like so crazy that she's fighting with a kindergartner. <laughs> the kindergartner thinks she's like a slut. And, and <laughs> she funny was like face. in eighth grade or sixth grade or whatever.
0: I just really love... So Sarah runs away because she thinks Jess told Nick that she likes Sarah. This to me was true to life as a kid. Just like that Jess would say the slightest thing and you'd freak out like, Oh my God, you told him. Like you violated my trust. Whatever. I'm so embarrassed. I love just saying I'm not losing Russell because you have to make and or date babies. It's pretty funny. All right. Well... Uh, a funny, funnier thing is IMDb didn't have any goofs, but did have some trivia that Jess refers to the film Bridge to Terabithia. I think she refers to the book. But Zoe Deschanel starred in the 2007 adaptation of that book. So that's like a pretty funny self referential moment. Yes. Yes, indeed. All right. Schmidt just goes to distract Uli. Because Uli's here to pick up Sarah, and Sarah's locked herself in the room. Again, sort of strange. Like, I think it would be fine if Uli came up and Sarah was locked in the room. Because, like, if you have an 11-year-old daughter, I think you would understand that, like, I don't know that you'd blame Jess for it. You tell me. You've, you've had, you have had two 11-year-old daughters.
1: Um. Yeah, listen, there's a lot of, there's a lot of knockdown fights involved. You've been an 11-year-old daughter. There. you know, the the highs are high, but there, there you will have some screaming matches and some meltdowns.
0: But that's what I'm saying. Like, all right. So even I guess you can't put yourself in the position of Uli. But like presumably if Uli comes upstairs and Jess is like, Sarah just got really upset and she's like locked herself in the room. Are you going to be like, wow, Jess, you must be a terrible baby? I don't think so. Are you going to be like, I have a hormonal? I think I'm, to I'm concerned.
1: But then when I find out what it is, I guess I'm more concerned. But like, I, I, I'm willing to listen. Like if it's like. I'm mad because a kid said something mean about me on the internet like that's not the babysitter's fault you know what i mean
0: well, i'm mad no, because i'm
1: in he... love with her roommate well a that's the parents fault like the parents like i said at the beginning should never allow the the kid in this you know apartment of absolute buffoons just like the worst place no, imagine you
0: without talking too much about your kids like you have told me you have one like boy crazy daughter and one not mm, yeah and and so it's like if your boy crazy daughter if okay if so if Jess comes to the door and is like Uli I'm so sorry it's gonna sound crazy but like Sarah's really upset she's locked in a room like she has a crush on my roommate and like she's you know whatever like I feel like you know your kid like this can't be the first time Sarah's acted like this. Yeah, that's
1: a good point yes I think what you're saying is correct that's a good point
0: I mean, not that I have kids. Again, you got to talk to the married people, but Mm -hmm. um, I can't really get this. Anyway, Schmidt distracting Uli is hysterical. Kelly wants to know, how long do you think you could stall Uli? What would be your tactic to convince a rando they know you?
1: I think like, hey, can you help me move this thing? Or like my car has, there's something wrong with my car um
0: not only would i be so terrible at distract i don't think i would do it i think i'd go downstairs i'd see her i'd freak out and i would just let her i go think upstairs. you just
1: like text or something i mean I, I guess it wouldn't have helped but like you have to yeah um i'm not sure I, like, I maybe say they're not home right now i think you lie and you say like i and then afterwards you're like oh i i was mistaken like hey oh, come you, back in oh, half so hour
0: and you say jess and Sarah she just, just took her to the store cream. yes exactly uh, interesting. But parents, I feel like, get really up in arms and babysitters take kids on the road. That's
1: true. But this is a 48-hour babysitting situation, isn't it?
0: No, no. It's one day.
1: Or Whatever. You know what I mean. It's not... It, when people are babysitting, it's usually for like four hours so people can go out to...
0: I think that's... This was just like afternoon to after dinner.
1: Oh you oh you think there's no sleepover aspect you're saying. Oh, I didn't oh, think about no, that. no, I definitely don't think there's a sleepover. Oh, aspect. I thought there was for some reason. I thought it was like a weekend. I d- it didn't even occur to me. And but no, now I it doesn't make Julie sense. No, I think
0: had some sort of more emergency situation and she's like I would never normally do this, but Russell's out of town and like you're my sis my daughter's favorite teacher and my husband's favorite teacher, so mm-hmm. I'm desperate. I didn't think it was a full weekend. She doesn't come with any stuff. Yeah, no,
1: you're right, but it just didn't occur to me. And also, that, that made it crazier. Now it's like a little less crazy that it's just like an emergency afternoon babysitting. I mean, it's a light um, outside when the mom comes, so it's, you know, this could be very short. She just had like a life-affirming afternoon.
0: I just love Winter Olympics 2006, bobsled. Yeah. Oh, I used to do your hair in Tribeca. Like, yeah. this is actually, if you don't have any ideas of how to stop someone, this is exactly how you should do it.
1: Yes. Because I her. think
0: Uli's a tough, like a tough woman, but I think a lot of people would pretend they know you and be like, "Oh yeah, how are you?" And yeah, you that's could pretty get them good. Chatting. Yeah, that's funny. Um. All right. So Nick has like kind of a sweet moment trying to convince Sarah to come out of like the feelings you. I, like again, maybe sort of misplaced for someone like Nick, but he does kind of consistently get these very sweet moments. Where he says like I haven't felt how you feel in a very long time, and it's a great thing that you feel this way. It's a little misplaced, but then he goes into Nickish like, you know what? Actually, stay in there. The world is terrible.
1: Yeah, that's funny.
0: It's like it's like. Do you feel like there's any like? disparity between like the nick we see and then these like speeches we get at the end of these episodes um
1: no i think nick has nick's like ceiling is high where he can be a grown-up he's just not most of the time
0: okay um what did you think of the way that they're embarrassing we have i talk louder to blind people i'm 30 years old i've peed in every single pool i've ever been in i grew these bangs i'm embarrassed in my forehead very minor a guy puts tennis balls in his shirt and pretends it's boobs you, I think you could really do a good job. Yeah, I think
1: these are all minor uh, admissions.
0: Based on all the embarrassing things. I ate crust during a global pandemic of kids who are not my own.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah. I, I, I don't this know how to tell was like, you. Uh, wasn't a home run from the writers. Oh, what I would do?
0: What's your What, what would you no, have I, suggested I don't know. from I your own all, personal experience? I admit
1: all my embarrassing things. I admit all my embarrassing things. I, know, I peed my bed pretty late. I'm not. See, sure.
0: that's the thing. When? How long ago? I have a great um, peeing until I story from a friend who I will not say.
1: Until was it last week? I I in I can't um I'm I was making a joke about you. I, I <laughs> um for me,
0: it's not I'm me. Again, the friends are not me. I do have friends, believe it or not. No, as I'm trying to think. To uh, when,
1: when did I stop doing it regularly? Probably like
0: um Not regularly. When's the last time you slip one past the goalie? And by that I mean peed the bed.
1: <laughs> well, the I mean, regularly was I think nine or ten, and then I think maybe thirteen. I did it once at a friend's house. It was very embarrassing. In my suit, oh, I fell sucks. asleep in my suit like before a bar mitzvah or something.
0: And you weren't even drunk.
1: No, I was not drunk. <laughs> it's a time. shame.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, so she comes out. She put on all the bras. Uh, I love this moment where Uli's like, who's the man taking bras off my daughter? Yeah. Cece runs in. She's celebrating. She got her period. Okay. Gives um, Uli a
1: kiss, basically.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So Cece and Schmidt end on this very interesting cliffhanger sort of moment where Schmidt runs her out the door after Cece's like, no more stupid mistakes. Now you can have your date. I'm fine. And you see that Schmidt had hired a Skywriter to write Marry Me in Skywriting, which I know this isn't the point of the episode, but a very hokey proposal.
1: Hokey proposal. And also it didn't say Marry Me, Jess. It hey, Cece, wouldn't have said that. Me, Marry Me, Cece. So like it would have been fine if she was like, "Who? what loser did that? And like, he, you know what I mean? He could have easily gotten out of it. She would not have assumed it was for her. Anybody who looks mm. at skywriting the Sky that says marry me in the middle of like a Los Angeles street and thinks it's for them is a crazy person. There is no scenario where she thinks it's for her or she even notices it.
0: Okay, question. I don't think I know this. What's the Akiva proposal story?
1: Oh, um, I think I've said this. Uh, we have, can I'm sure we do you it? have. We do it next week. We have a cliffhanger. We're going long here. <laughs>
0: Are we going long? No. We're okay, fine. I'll give it on to the you. Podcast. We're going long because you and I talked for like 40 that's minutes. That's fine. More, right? no, I'm not mad. No, it's let's just... move on because we have other stuff. Yeah, Three... do...
1: If one person wants to hear it, I'll say it next week, but it's 325 AM.
0: Okay. okay. So uh, the best nothing to say except the best closer, I think, is Nick at the Italian Ice Show.
1: Uh, yeah, that's a, f- that's a funny tag at the end.
0: Um, Two shows a day Two shows a day Can you believe it I feel like I do that Very often When I'm at intermission Of a Broadway show mm-hmm. Can you believe They're doing this Eight shows a week Like that's like A very common thing I, I,
1: I could see you Saying that yes
0: Alright let's get To Kiwi Guide Because Kiwi's about To guide himself To sleep uh, Kelly who's the Most relatable Schmidt saying uh, I finally brought Home a nice girl Because she says Mazel tov Sarah saying Nick is so hot She wants to die Or Jess saying She just got bangs Because she hates Her forehead
1: um, you can't relate to any of these no i guess jess like because i wear a hat because of my my bad hairline sometimes
0: i had bangs until middle school there were two girls left in my grade who still had bangs in like seventh grade i was the last person second to last person to grow them out because i do think my theory on bangs is like every girl has bangs as a kid and then it's shocking when you see your face without bangs And so I just was like, I have a huge forehead and I can't have it. Now I look back on my middle school photos. They are regrettable. But so that's relatable to me. Mm -hmm. Kelly, who won the episode? Uh, Matt and Kelly have both submitted answers. I'll just leave it to you, Akiva, without trying to sway you with their...
1: Who won the episode? I want to say... Obviously, it's not Winston. I think Cece comes close. I'm going to say Schmidt.
0: So I think Nick is in contention. Yeah, Nick is in contention. Kelly says it's Jess, no contest. She kills it with the jokes. Douche baby jar, calling Nick old poo eyes, responding to Sarah that 99 is a tax form, then telling Cece she's going to be a great mom, a fashionable mom, and yelling at Nick and Cece and Schmidt about making fun of, making and or dating babies iconic. Matt said Nick, I'm probably somewhere between them. i probably give it to Nick, although I recognize that Jess had a great episode. All right.
1: Yeah, I think Nick was good, too. I I don't think there's a wrong answer between those.
0: Eva Pickett says, I think almost everyone can identify as a Schmidt, a Nick, or a Winston. I'm very curious as to which one Akiva thinks he is. Spoiler alert. Oh, I won't tell you. What do you... Who do you think you are?
1: Schmidt, Nick. I'm more of a Winston, I think.
0: Mm, Spoiler alert. Eva says, you're a Nick. No shade, so am I. As much as I wish I was a Winston. Mm -hmm. And despite my Schmidt-like tendencies, at my core, I'm a Nick. Would love to hear who you, Allie, and Akiva most identify with. Um... I mean, we don't know enough about Winston, but you just think he's funny.
1: Uh yeah, I think I yeah, I think he's like trying to figure out his way in the world. So like I'm mean, maybe not now, but like that was me at a certain point. Um and uh, trying to figure out what to do after sports.
0: Um I don't know. Okay. Yeah, that's right. I think you definitely are a Winston Nick blend.
1: Okay, with a Winston with a Nick Rising. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, I think I'm the worst of all the characters. Like I'm the worst traits of all of them. I've got control issues like Schmidt. I'm mm-hmm. annoying like Jess. Uh, I'm can be lazy like Nick, or mm-hmm. I'm, I'm self-absorbed like alcohol, CC. Whatever. Self-absorbed like CC, and um, barely around like Winston.
1: Okay, perfect.
0: <laughs> I I mean I think I am like. Um, julia so it is what it is all right let's get to the garner minute which we have a hot new drop for the garner minute and now it's time for the garner minute Keeve, are you ready for the garner minute i am ready so let's get that energy are you ready are you ready and not only am i ready but jennifer garner i know has been active on instagram and i've had to scroll through because i wanted no spoilers for the garner minute so here we go we have your full minute on the clock because last time i penalized myself for being too purred happily um so we are starting you ready yes all right three two one
1: yeah jay Garner's uh instagrammed a day ago she said as my mom always says my favorite is the one i'm with she's talking about her kids uh, Hello Magazine portrayed this in a different way It said Jennifer Garner makes shock parenting confession About son Samuel <laughs> And the shock was that she said She loves whichever kid she's with Jennifer Garner is a busy mother of three So she has plenty of feedback from her children When it comes to parenting Um, And then it shares the note Um, By the way, Jennifer Garner's kids In case people didn't know Violet is 15, Seraphine is 12 And Samuel, the only boy, is 8 I did not realize her kids were that old
0: Oh my god, Violet's 15
1: Ugh. Mm-hmm uh the Insta Prolific actress also shared a peek of the stunning bedroom inside the Holloway getaway she was staying at in the mountains during a live stream meditation she shared with fans. She's very into meditating. Um yeah, and uh comments on on that. Uh Selma Blair says, not mine. I was the favorite, ask anyone. Uh a lot of a lot of not so famous uh verified people trying to get in the comments there. Um there we go.
0: Wow. A, an enriching and inspiring garner minute um keep do you have a favorite child
1: my kids ask me that every day
0: do they really i don't yeah. think i really asked
1: every day they talk about it
0: and it's very annoying w- well adira's gotta think it's her
1: no i feel like
0: ella thinks, wouldn't really be into that
1: yeah adira thinks it should be her like she th- she would think like oh anybody who anybody who would dare not make me the favorite is an idiot but but maybe people don't
0: okay do you feel comfortable with the fact that you have a child who is me like, um, what an iconic energy is like, I don't care if I'm the favorite because if I'm not your favorite, you're done. It's a you problem. Like, that yeah. is an incredible energy.
1: Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's interesting. I, I can't really relate.
0: Keep the energy up, Adira. The world will try to take you down. Keep that energy up. Mm-hmm. But, I, but, all right, so who's the favorite? So they don't listen to NGOG. I don't have
1: one. Whoever's whoever's listening the most that day.
0: Is that true? No, no. As someone who doesn't have kids. Do do you really? Like, it must fluctuate. It must be like someone's on your nerve at one minute. Your parents didn't have favorites. I'm being serious. Do they not have favorites?
1: No, I don't think your parents had favorites.
0: I think different kids have different purposes.
1: Yeah, of course. Like, there's a kid who's going to take care of you when you're older, and there's a kid, yeah, like, you know, who will help you out now and stuff like that.
0: All right. Let's get to the five-star reviews. Uh, Thank you to Jeffries, and thank you to KDON101. We appreciate it. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. If you want to uh, make us feel good. um, we could use it. Trying times these days. Uh, go to anchor.fm slash new girl old guy and click on, you know, Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating. We love to see it um if you want to submit questions for any episode doesn't have to be for next week you can submit in advance if you're deep into your binge uh you can find the link pinned at lash tweets you can follow me at last tweets you can follow keeve at keeve 26 um you can check out brian um cohen and myself covering the challenge season 36 uh i just forgot i think it's 36 um Wait, I got to tell, I got to tell, I got to tell Kalish to wait for me because there's a game of Mafia. He said, starting in five minutes. Okay. So, uh, you can, you can follow us, uh, cover talking about the challenge. Honestly, it's a great season. Keep you watching this season? Loving
1: the season. I am so looking forward to when I get invited on your, your show. I was going
0: to say you're coming on. Honestly, the list is long. Like, and and you know how hard it is for me to schedule on weekdays. So it's tough, but I'd love to have you on. We're trying to get grace on. Mm -hmm. We're trying to get a ton of people on. Um, part of me wonder how do you think about this? Let me run this by you. Like after the show's over, like is there anything there? Can I can I do some like one-off stuff after where like you and I come and we talk about something random to do with the challenge?
1: After what show is over? Like after the
0: After the show, like where we could just record like I love that you and I have like 5 days we can record this when it works. And then After the chat, like out.
1: after the challenge podcast. I don't understand your question.
0: Like, how Rob does a Survivor? Like, do you think there's an audience for, like, if you, me, and Grace got on and we talked about uh, a random ep- – we talked about the first episode of Inferno, which is on Netflix, Oh, uh, like, after the season. Like,
1: a challenge throwback? I don't – maybe. I'm not sure. You'd have to ask or, Rob.
0: Or just after the episode, like, after the reunion, and we were like, all right, we didn't get Keeve's opinion on mm-hmm. the show all no, season. No, if you don't get like, me all
1: season, I'm not coming on. <laughs> I'm an in-season performer. Well, for performer. spite,
0: which I respect, but do you think there would be interest? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, sure. If you had
1: the right crew, for sure.
0: All right. Because it's it's hard. There's so many people I want to have on, mm-hmm. but like planning with, you know. You could working. put me at the back
1: of the list. I have enough outlets.
0: <laughs> uh, maybe we do a 32 fans patron episode where I come on. You should on, do, we talk about
1: the you should do uh, one episode that has seven guests.
0: Well, my dream has always been to have all of our contributors do a roundtable at the end of a season. I almost did it. I did I had Megan Elizabeth and was going to have Kyle on, but I don't I don't think Kyle came. God, I should know this. Um I think it was just me and Megan. Yeah, Kyle didn't come. Anyway, but my we we're trying dream to get out of was here. To always have uh like Rourke and Molly Block and Johnny Langan, and do like a round table of challenge contributors. But thankfully, and also difficultly, our family has grown so large that like we could never actually do that.
1: You'd have to have But like I've always wanted getaway.
0: to do, I've always wanted the last episode to be like a big round table of people who have guested or people who are sort of like in the fold with us. But I don't think we could. I've learned from Renap that those are not good episodes. Okay, fair. All right. Um, that's it. Oh, no. Let's talk about what you're up to. No, uh, let's check talk out about next week. Fans. When do we do next 32, week? I'm doing the plugs. 32 okay. fans talking about football. Yes. You, you got playoffs coming we up. We ranked
1: the months of 2020 on the Patreon episode. Oh,
0: God. I would have loved to be there for that. Mm-hmm. Where's this? I missed the Seinfeld podcast. Yeah, you guys Sister, do when more. When are we doing the next one? I'm too busy. Okay. Okay. Um, so they're doing that. Are you excited for the Super Bowl? Do you know that I was I was it's on like the, the website Super a little early. Well, listen, I was on a website
1: superbowl.com?
0: No, <laughs> I was linked to a an advertisement through Instagram for jello shots mm-hmm. that you can deliver. So, FYI, all of my friends, you're getting jello shots delivered on your next birthdays. Um, but I'm going like, to find that if I'm a friend. It said it had a big Super Bowl promotion and they had like Green Bay and maybe the Chiefs
1: mm-hmm. and yeah, I was like favorites.
0: are those gonna be the super so those then are I the googled I Googled and I was like, did I just find out who's going to be in the Super Bowl from an Instagram ad Jell-O for Jell-O shots that I followed? But I learned that it's not yet no, they're, um, decided. Right.
1: They're just the number one seed uh, remaining in each conference. So uh,
0: Kelly, producer Kelly is a die diehard hard Chiefs, Chiefs, fan. Chiefs fan. Kelly, why don't you come you know on that.
1: 32 fans if the Chiefs have a heartbreaking loss or, or an exciting win in the playoffs?
0: She would show she has pitched that there's a Kevin Kelly mess around where you come she comes on with just you and you talk about little, sports things. A
1: little dangerous, but okay. <laughs> well um, oh
0: you haven't so that's something you haven't seen yet in New Girl. So you'll understand when okay. we get to that. All right. Um look forward to that. Yeah, Kelly I'm sure would love to appear on Thirty Two Fans.
1: Yeah, and um need a podcast, we did uh, uh what did we do last week?
0: You did the Renap X and this NAPX. week we're
1: watching the Shaquille O'Neal movie. It's either Kazam or Shazam, I always forget. One of them is the Mandela Effect movie, one of them is correct. But we're talking about Shaq a lot this week, and then we have an Among Us-themed mailbag.
0: And I would encourage everyone to be nice to your podcasters and yes. to each other. Yes, so a lot of people coming this on this difficult week, time. Nice. Uh, no, not be nice, but just uh, keep in mind that everyone's struggling. Mm-hmm. So episode 22, with that, we get to, speaking of struggle, because I don't know how you're going to figure this one out, Tomatoes.
1: Oh, I got no idea. Uh, they th- I, I, all I'll predict is that Nick and Schmidt throw tomatoes at each other at some point this episode. That's what I'll predict.
0: All right, we will see if we have a messy episode next week. But regardless of the episode's messy, you know the podcast will be. Uh, see you next week. Bye. My and my dog. My and my dog.